Star Wars 7x7, episode 654. Today we take you into another Clone Wars briefing with Cargo of Doom. It's season 2, episode 2 of the Star Wars The Clone Wars cartoon series, which contains one of the most shocking scenes so far, one of the coolest scenes so far, and one of the most frustrating scenes so far in the series. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and we jump right into the action in Cargo of Doom, the Separatists are already in space over the Deveron system. Yes, this is the same Deveron system that we see featured in Weapon of a Jedi, the Luke Skywalker novel that came out as part of the Journey to the Force Awakens. And the Republic arrives in time to try to block their escape. Bolarapal, the Jedi who can open the Jedi holocron with a memory crystal, has already been captured by the Separatists and by Cad Bane and brought aboard their ship. And now it's a matter of the Republic trying to cut them off. Unfortunately, the Republic was only prepared to land on Deveron, not to actually raid assault ships and board them. Don't you think they would prepare for this sort of thing? So while the Separatist ships are all getting blasted to pieces, Cad Bane realizes he doesn't have very much time and orders the torture of Bolo Rapal to try and get him to reveal what needs to be done to open the Jedi Holocron, to use the memory crystal to open it. Bolo Rapal says he's not going to do it. So they torture him until he dies. And so you get to see, and this is one of the more shocking scenes that we've had so far in the Clone Wars, this is one of those things where, you know, when you think about old Warner Brothers cartoons and the violence that was in them and we all <laughs> cringe and think, yeah, wow, if that had been real life, like how horrible and bloody it would be, well, <laughs> that's the case with the Clone Wars too. Like they've got Bullet Paul's body like shaking and uh, trembling and him screaming and all this stuff happening as they turn whatever they're doing on the torture device. There's a dial that goes up into the red and he's going... Like and then his vital signs go off and they say he's no longer functioning and Cad Bane orders him to drop and you see the dead body drop with a huge thunk to the floor and they scan him again. Yep, he's dead. So yeah, torture and murder of Jedi on kids cartoons. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty intense stuff. And you know, it's not like uh, Wile E. Coyote falling off the cliff. Like, he survived all of those. But this time, I guess we're learning the lesson that, yeah, maybe they don't come back. Ugh. So, definitely not <laughs> just for kids, is it? So this, of course, means that one objective of the Jedi's mission fails, which is that they didn't rescue Bola Rapal. And Cad Bane tries to take his ship out of the system, but the Republic targets his engines and blows him out so he can't go into hyperspace. Then Anakin Skywalker has the bright idea of using walkers with magnetics on their feet to drop down onto the Separatist ship as a boarding craft. Now, this, of course, raises the question of how gravity works in the Star Wars universe, because they're able to drop and fall nice and gently onto the Separatist ship, but they didn't seem to have any propulsion down there, like some sort of force would have had to act on them to do it but I guess we'll leave that be so the Jedi get on board and track down Bane to a hangar bay where it's a trap of course there's a whole bunch of battle droids and super battle droids there and when they get into it Bane turns off the gravity in the ship 
And, of course, all the battle droids have magnetics in their feet, and Bane has them in his boots, too. So they lock themselves down. Meanwhile, the clones start floating around, and the Jedi start floating around, and we get a zero-G laser battle, which is executed extremely well by the Clone Wars animation team. So good on you guys and gals for doing some really awesome work. Eventually, the clones figure out, oh, yeah, we've got magnets in our boots, too, and so they end up clinging on to various metal surfaces onto the ceiling, and so you get tons of really awesome perspectives on the battle from that. Meanwhile, the Jedi are zero-G awesome (laughs) acrobatically. And the Jedi and the clones get the upper hand eventually, but R2-D2, who's been instructed to turn the gravity back on, turns it on, and it's at an unfortunate time that allows Bane to escape with the holocron. Ahsoka goes after him, and naturally, that's when a clone trooper shoots a bat, an artillery battery thing that explodes Explodes and traps a bunch of clones along with Anakin, and Ahsoka ends up going after Bane alone. And of course, you know, this is how it works. Uh, Bane captures Ahsoka, and when Anakin finds Bane, Ahsoka is trapped behind a force field, and there's an airlock on the other side. Bane has his finger on the trigger and two super battle droids with him and says, Hey, unlock this holocron, or Ahsoka goes out the airlock. And this is where one of the most frustrating scenes happens because, of course, Bane taunts Anakin and says, Do you think you can beat these battle droids and do it before I open the airlock? And Ahsoka gets flushed out into space, and Anakin decides, No, he can't, so he opens the holocron. But then, after he's opened the holocron, Anakin says, you know what, I guess I can do this. And he uses the force to pull his lightsaber and Ahsoka's back to him, kills the battle droids. Of course, Cad Bane triggers the airlock, and Ahsoka starts to go flying out, but grabs onto something and is able to hold on while Anakin uses the force to take a piece of the artillery, or excuse me, the uh, the battle droid, and shut the airlock door and open the force field. Now, what Bane would have been doing, <laughs> it was escaping in this one, but what he would have been doing, I guess, if Anakin had not complied with the holocron request, I guess he would have been trying to take out um, Anakin as well. So maybe, maybe Anakin's rationale was now that Bane has what he wants, Bane would just run away instead of staying to fight. And so it would be two on one instead of three on one. But mm, I don't think so. I, I mean, Anakin says, like, I can't lose you to Ahsoka. And yet he still takes a shot at losing her even after he's completed what Bane wanted him to do. So, ooh, very frustrating scene. Very frustrating. So naturally, it's very easy to sympathize with Admiral Yularen, who, in frustration with Anakin's performance, has this to say. Of all the Jedi, why did I have to end up with Skywalker? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, easy to sympathize. That happens during the mission while they're still on board the ship. And at the end of the episode, the clones manage to commandeer a separatist transport and get everybody on board, and Anakin and Ahsoka get on board. And they witness what appears to be the killing of Cad Bane by a couple of clone troopers. They see a body fall off a catwalk after being shot. Clones get on board, and Anakin asks the one clone getting on board if the holocron was recovered and he says no sir and yeah it sounds suspiciously not clone like the voice does so they take off from the separatist ship and Anakin says Cad Bane is dead but I can still feel him which should have been some sort of warning signal to him but it's not so we're all operating under the assumption that what we saw was actually Cad Bane in a clone trooper's uniform killing 
another clone trooper, making it look like another clone trooper was killed, and that he has now escaped along with the clones onto the Republic ship. So that ought to be interesting. Presuming, that is, that we see the continuation of the story in the next episode, which is probably a safe bet. And, yeah, so after all of that, this is then the exchange between Admiral Yularen and Anakin Skywalker when Anakin gets back on board the Republic cruiser. So, did you manage to recover the Holocron? Or capture the Bounty Hunter? Um, no and no. I see. So the mission was your usual version of success, then? If by success you mean I won, then yes. <laughs> it just makes you want to smack him across the face, doesn't it? Uh, and you know those little title cards that show up at the beginning of the Clone Wars episodes? I mean, they always apply to the stuff that happens in the episode. But this one, this is overconfidence is the most dangerous form of carelessness. Man, this one really applied all the way through. So well carried through on the theme, Clone Wars, folks. Well carried through. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you. audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, let's get you a trivia question here before you go. I'm immune to the light. Last time we asked you the name of the creature that was hanging out with Bazin Natal on Takadana and Maz Kanata's castle, and that was Grumgar, G-R-U-M-M-G-A-R. Today's question, one more related to that whole scene. What's the name of the droid that reported to the Resistance that BB-8 had arrived on Takadana? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get those droids working out on the South Ridge, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a power converter, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.